Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode six. I love movies, like I love movies. And if a movie is good, I will watch it over and over again. Not only do movies transport me into realities I'll likely never experience, they also provide a whole lot of analogies for life itself. And those analogies have this wonderful quality where they can encapsulate big concepts and then make them highly relatable. Today, as we unpack a radical flow idea, I'd like to use the movie Apollo 13. Now, this movie came out in 1995, starring Tom Hanks and a whole lot of other really great actors. This is the story of the Apollo 13 mission to the moon. And if you're familiar with that, you know that this was a mission that had multiple problems, problems that were potentially catastrophic. About two days in, they're doing a routine stir of oxygen tanks when an explosion is sparked that damages the service module. This explosion also sends them kind of tossing and turning and taking them off their trajectory. Meanwhile, oxygen stores are being lost, and so is power that's needed for later in the flight. This is the event that sparked that famous line, Houston, we have a problem. Now, once they got things stabilized and under control and the master alarm was shut off and they finally had a chance to sit back and take a breath, the reality of the implications of what was happening started to sink in. Not only did they lose the ability to land on the moon, they also were faced with simple survival and getting home. Now there's a scene in the movie a little after that where two of the astronauts are gazing out the window looking at the moon and they're romanticizing about how close they are and how cool it is to be in that position viewing the moon in this way and you know all their training and everything about the moon landing. And in that scene Tom Hanks who plays Jim Lovell he says this line that sends chills through me every time I hear it. He says, gentlemen, what are your intentions? Now, this is a very powerful, radical flow moment, and here's why. Flow has four phases in a wave. Now, that first phase is where we climb the wave to get up to the top, and this phase is called struggle. This is where the problem itself presents. This is where our little I human self goes into full-blown reaction. We think all the thoughts that relate to the problem. We feel all the feelings that relate to the problem. And our body moves instinctively in actions that fully relate to the problem. All of our prior experience, all of our training goes into autopilot reaction. We unpack all the information about the problem. And that's why struggle phase is often called the loading phase, because it loads up all the variables. Struggle is also the place where people stay stuck. They loop the problem over and over and over again, thinking that more thinking is going to produce a solution, when it never does. If a solution is available to what you already know, it gets revealed pretty quickly. 
Now, just like the Earth that spins and creates a gravitational field that holds objects on its surface, when the mind is looping and spinning, it holds you in the problem. And that's why we stay so stuck. Now, in that scene, Tom Hanks, playing Jim Lovell, flipped himself into flow by entering phase two of the wave. He entered release. He shifted his focus from gazing out the window at the moon to gazing out the opposite window at the earth. He shifted himself toward the solution. And when he said, gentlemen, what are your intentions? He further said, I want to go home. By doing so, he released all that pent-up, compressed, and building energy of the problem, and he focused it straight at the solution, going home. Now, if you remember this story, you also remember that the explosion was not the only problem they faced. The explosion had forced them to power down their command module in order to preserve power. And then they moved themselves into the LEM, which was the vehicle built for landing on the moon. Now, the LEM was only built for two people for a short period of time, and now it was housing three like a lifeboat. And in doing so, carbon dioxide started to become plentiful in the air, and the scrubbers designed to clean it were now being overcome with the amount. And so they were actually poisoning the air they were breathing. In addition to that, they didn't know if there was going to be enough power left to actually fire up the guidance system for re-entry. And added to that, astronaut Fred Hayes, played by Bill Paxton, was also sick. Struggles just kept presenting themselves, and not just for these three gentlemen in space, but also for all the people on the ground. Every person involved was riding their own wave and trying to stay in flow, focused toward getting them home. Luckily, enough of them were successful to keep their eye on the solution that a lot of brilliance and ingenuity came out of it. Using materials only found in the capsule, a ground team created a procedure to put a square filter in a round hole so that they could solve the CO2 problem. Astronaut Ken Mattingly, which was played by Gary Sinise, lived in a flight simulator until he found the proper sequence to power up the command module so they'd have enough amps to do it. Gene Krantz, the flight director, played by Ed Harris, stopped those NASA executives from ruminating on how this might be NASA's worst disaster by telling them that he thought it would be their finest hour, refusing to hear or entertain anything else. Everybody had their eye on the ball, all the energy focused on the solution. Now, were they tired? Yes. Were they scared? Yes. Did they doubt? Yes. And was struggle still dishing up more problems? Yes, yes, and yes. But that didn't actually matter. And in fact, the problems and the stress was kind of useful because the pressure from stress fuels energy. And when you focus that energy towards solutions, it's powerful. Now, I know that there's some people who hear the word flow and they think of a new age person, kind of unfocused, meandering with these positive hopes in a kind of fantasy world. 
or they think of a highly trained athlete performing loop-de-loops that seem unimaginable and doing it with perfection. What flow really is, is this highly focused state that's available to every single one of us. It's a state that occurs out of struggle. It's a state that starts after you release struggle. Now, whether you're working on a project for your business that's not going well, or whether you have a physical pursuit you'd like to do that you're bumping into problems, or whether you're a spaceship or in a spaceship that's damaged hurling toward the earth. Stress and pressure are actually the catalysts for your solution. This is what brings the brilliance, the ingenuity, the innovation, those aha moments and the revelations. This is where miracles occur, where everything aligns in your favor and what you need shows up in the right order and in the right way for your end target. This is where creativity and brilliance live. This is where greats like Einstein and Tesla sourced every brilliant idea they ever had. Now when the time came for this crew to prep for landing, they jettisoned that service module and this gave them their first glimpse at the damage from the explosion. And what they saw was that a panel had blown off, damaging all the way up to the heat shields. So now, first, were they going to actually come in at the proper angle for re-entry, or would they bounce off into space? Would the heat sheets hold, or would they burn up on re-entry? Would the parachutes open, or would they hit that water like a bullet, or would that hurricane that's now looming in the forecast be in the path of where they land? Meanwhile, an entire planet was poised, holding their breath and watching, praying for their safe return. And in those last few minutes, Jim Lovell, played by Tom Hanks, Fred Hayes, played by Bill Paxton, and Jack Swaggart, played by Kevin Bacon, surrendered the whole thing to the flow. They had given every part of themselves to that solution, to that intention of coming home. Every person on the ground involved had focused toward them coming home. And moments later, splashdown. Oh, it's such a good movie. I highly recommend you watch it. Now, if you haven't seen it, for sure do it. And if you have, watch it again. Okay, so back to now. Fear is amplifying everywhere in our reality. Conflicts are escalating within our own selves and within our communities. We're dividing ourselves. Our struggle phase is beyond any of our wildest imaginings that we would experience in our lifetimes. Are we tired? Yeah. Are we scared? Yes. Do we doubt? Of course. And is the struggle phase still giving us more and more problems? Yes, yes, and yes. But struggle is so misunderstood. 
Struggle is actually a powerful, powerful experience, and it is the precursor to every single flow state. Not only does struggle focus and pressurize energy, it teaches us what we're made of. Not so we can blame and shame ourselves or each other, but to inform us what all the variables are in the problem, to inform us what all of our experience and training and programming has created for us to react. Struggle phase is best when we let all that information arise. No suppression, no avoidance, no impairment, and absolutely, under any circumstances, no censorship. Struggle gives us the opportunity to unpack it all, and it gives all that pressurized energy so that we can focus that energy toward the solution, so we can crest that wave and enter into the down part of that cycle where we are in free flow. Once we break free of the gravitational pull of looping the problem, we then can start to discover all of the potentials of what can take us to solution. So let me properly ask you, in this moment, in this time, what are your intentions? Where are you focusing? And will you be stepping into flow? Now, if you're feeling really aligned with all that we've been talking about, drop on to radicalflow.ca and learn how you can get really good at flow. And until next time on our podcast, really enjoy your flow. <laughs>